Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, ZULU, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. At Vanguard, this is more than just a retirement plan. This is your cappuccino date in Italy, the beach house with the matching bicycles. It's your rental car down memory lane and weekends reuniting with friends from over the years. This is the future you imagined, and Vanguard is here to help you build it. Because at Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just 2 bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. Today on the Zabecast, it looks like the Rodgers standoff has ended without any shots fired and no victims. What will this mean for the Packers going forward? A spectacular rock slide caught on video. Don't people know these things can kill you? Andy Poland joins me. He sees a huge SEC Super League that will dwarf everybody else. All that plus a little behind-the-curtain tour of how the podcast sausage gets made. Your 40-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up, man. Let's go. Here we go. Tuesday, July 27, 2021. Thank you for downloading. Holy rock slide, Batman. Tell me you saw the viral video of the giant rock slide, boulder, cascading, tumbling, disaster in India that killed like nine people, did lots of damage, and was caught by somebody on their cell phone in vertical video. Of course. It's one of the more spectacular pieces of disaster porn I have ever seen because when these huge boulders come careening and bouncing down a mountainside, And they get launched in the air. Gravity, by the way, is a hell of a thing. Force equals mass times acceleration for the motherfucking win, right? These rocks, they get launched into the air. Rocks. I mean, they're boulders the size of 
you know, pickup trucks or bigger. They're hanging. They look like they're floating. It looked like a movie, and yet here they come down the hillside. And then they start landing in this river that I guess the people in the hotel up on the hillside on the other side of the river thought, well, we'll be fine. (laughs) Except for the fact that (laughs) there's so much momentum from these giant boulders coming down the hills. They're like, oh, shit, these could bounce up and kill us. Big splashes, stuff getting crushed, and then the coup de grace was one boulder in particular that happened to just dot a bridge right in the middle and collapse it and take it into the river. It looked like a Michael Bay movie, but in real life. And yet, people don't just put their phones down and run. I guess I'd be the same way, only I would be horizontal video, I'd make sure to space my legs out. I'd take an athletic stance, brace, hold the camera with two hands, make sure to do slow artistic pans, do a couple of quick close-ups if necessary, get some B-roll, and then wham, I'm dead. (laughs) Because a boulder just hit me in the head. But it wouldn't be vertical, though. It would not be vertical. It got me to thinking of what are the best categories of disaster porn. And I think they would include tornadoes, flooding, tsunamis, earthquakes, hurricanes, mudslides, wildfires. Am I missing any? And we could probably rank them. Each piece of disaster porn video is different in its own right. There was that one small town on the coast in like Norway in which... Just a huge chunk of it, like a one-mile-wide chunk of it, separated and slid off the edge of the hillside it was on into the ocean, almost like cheese sliding off a pizza that's too hot as you take it out of the box. That was something else right there. And, of course, the tsunami footage from both Fukushima and the one in Indonesia are compelling stuff. But this rock slide was really good. I did retweet it early on Monday morning so you can see it. And you could probably Google it, although somebody told me if you Google India rock slide, it'll be like 38 different ones. Happens a lot. So it looks like the Rogers crisis is over. Still developing reporting as of this hour on Monday afternoon, but it looks like, according to reports, Rogers is going to get an assurance from the Packers to reevaluate at the end of this year and that they will not use any further franchise tags on them, not that they have yet, but they would take off the table any franchise tags and that if things are still bad, if he feels like the organization still doesn't listen to him, then they will work to trade him where he wants to go next winter. Now, is that a true no trade clause? Is that a guarantee? I don't know how it's going to be written. I want to see more details on this. It's still very murky as of five in the afternoon here in Green Bay on Monday afternoon. But it looks like that combined with a bit, no less money for Rodgers and a restructure, a restructure that's going to free up money to keep guys like perhaps Devontae Adams. Holy shit, this could be a happy ending. This could be a happy ending for all the Rodgers drama. And for everybody who said, you know what? He's playing. It's going to get resolved. And don't believe anything else 
you look like you are big fat winners. You look like you are on the right square the entire time. More on this as we find out Monday night into Tuesday morning. And if you want, of course, listen to my show on 97.3 The Game, iHeart Media app, and out of Milwaukee. Went to the Packer Pro Shop today. My producer Josh and I took a picture. I in a Devontae Adams jersey, he in a Rodgers jersey, mimicking the last dance photo that both Devontae and Rodgers tweeted at the same time or put on their Instagram a story or post, whatever. I thought it came out pretty good. It was, it was not bad. It was kind of funny. Got a lot of good viral react. Silly, cute, but there it is. We went into the Packer Pro Shop. I resisted the urge to buy more stuff I don't really need. But the one thing I wanted was a pair of nice, light sweatpants. I've talked about this with you guys, right? I think I have. I wanted some nice, light sweatpants. The kind of sweatpants you can wear almost like joggers, you know, like uh, joggers. Almost like, um, I guess they call them joggers. Very thin fabric. They're comfortable to be worn in your house in the fall and the winter. And I want them in a simple color without any gaudy stripes or blocks or words on them. And they can be my sort of couch day uniform. So if I'm wearing a Packer jersey, that's the Packer green on top, I want yellow or I want gold Packer sweatpants, light in fabric so it's comfortable indoors all day long with a nice simple Packer logo on the hip. They should have these all over the place. Packer Pro Shop is probably the best pro shop in all, the best souvenir store in all of the NFL. Massive. Thousands upon thousands of square feet. All kinds of stuff all over the place. And guess what? They had one pair of sweatpants today. And I know it's, you know, the middle of summer. It's end of July. One pair of sweatpants. It's an outrage. I'd say they don't know what they're doing, but, well, they're the ones with the 10,000 square foot pro shop, and they probably do, oh, I don't know, $17.2 million in sales every year. Maybe more than that. Hundred million. I'd like to know that number. Get a decent price for all that stuff. But, hey, memo to the shop. More sweatpants. All right, let's talk to Andy Paul and see what he's up to today. Hello. Hello, Andy. How are you today? I am just fine. And you? I'm doing all right, man. I'm, you know, the NFL is back in our lives, and it feels good. How do you how do you feel about it? You ready for the NFL? Yeah, uh, you know, seventeen games. Okay, here we go. We'll see how that works. Uh, apparently, uh, all is well with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, at least for this year. And off we go. It looks that way. I still want to hear it from the man himself. Be interesting to see what he says as he reports to camp here in Green Bay. If he tries to downplay it like, oh, no, we were going to have these conversations. We're on the same page. This was blown out of proportion, yada, yada, yada. Who knows? Yeah, he's a weird weird guy, and he likes to take you in directions you didn't think you were going to go. But, uh, you know, there – he has to acknowledge that there was an awful lot of smoke this offseason. He can't say, oh, what's the big deal? Uh, right. open. Yes, I'm under contract. Here I am. Let's right. go. We're going to win in the Super Bowl. You know? But the, uh, the Rodgers case to me, Andy, underscores the fact that even the most brilliant of athletes 
are most of the time not fully appreciated by the teams, even the teams for which they craft athletic brilliance and winning. I've discovered that through the years where I'm like, why isn't this team kissing this guy's ass? And I guess the answer is organizations just think differently, right? Well, I think also with they've been spoiled. They had another one of these guys for 15 years before him. I mean, most organizations are like the one we root for. Well, maybe not <laughs> quite to that extreme, but it's a quarterback carousel one after another. Yeah. Well, I know this. I, my eyes were really opened when we learned about how then-athletic director at the time at Maryland, Debbie Yao, mm-hmm. was basically at, at war, had a cold war with Gary effing Williams – yeah. who had authored the most success they had ever had in basketball, this side of Lefty Drizel, obviously, and won a national championship. But because Debbie was all about football, it was like, yeah, 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 whatever. And I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't even believe that. I'm like, my God. It was partly of that and partly that she had hired all the other coaches in the other sports and inherited Gary, who had some stature, and when right. they butted heads, he didn't bow to her. He, right. he took her on. And so she was in a position where she was going to try and embarrass him into quitting or, you know, do things that would make him want to leave. And uh, he waited her out. I, you know, he I think he purposely waited an extra year to retire until she had gone. I think that was all part yeah. of the plan. He just wanted yeah. to outlast her. But it's that petty sort of stuff about, well, I didn't hire him or her, so I don't feel as beholden to them. Why does that? Yeah. Why should that matter at the highest levels of sports? It should. Because people are competitive, and you know, people stake out their territory, and they, they want to do what they want to do. Even, and, uh, even just run-of-the-mill administrators, because honestly, ADs are run-of-the-mill administrators. They're highly paid. They've got a lot of power within athletic departments. But they're not geniuses. They're not Fortune 500 CEOs. Most of them are gym teachers. Right. Or former coaches. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, anyway, looks like the Rodgers thing is going to uh, get resolved here. As I am in Green Bay for the start of Packers camp, the Wolfskins made news on Monday by signing Jonathan Allen, local boy done good by way of Alabama, to a new extremely lucrative four-year deal. He is one of four defensive linemen picked with first-round picks in the last four years in Washington. Was he the right guy to put this much money in right away? Yeah, I think so, because he's also been a leader, and I think that that's important. He's had it now a year with Ron Rivera. Uh, Rivera's a defensive guy. I think uh, he's all what he needed to see from him. And, you know, it doesn't always work out that the local guy becomes, you know, sort of a franchise. Often there are problems associated with that. A lot of family, friends bugging him for stuff and distractions. This one has worked out. And, uh, you know, he, he remember he was going to be taken maybe in the top 10, wound up going, I think, 17 because there was an issue with a shoulder. Right. And while he had a knee injury his rookie year, He's remained healthy since then, and that's a big part of this too. And Yeah, and the feeling was at the time that Nick Saban really runs Bama guys into the ground because he plays them a ton, and then it's like they're kind of used up. But uh, with the case of Jonathan Allen, you will not hear from him a whole lot. At least I haven't. 
And he also, because he plays inside, he doesn't really deliver the kind of flashy plays or the gaudy stats, but he is the real deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's he is quite good after games. If, if you ever, uh, especially this past year where they had Zoom calls. I mean, right. he, he's a, a stand-up guy, doesn't point fingers, and uh, I, I think he's he's what uh, Joe Gibbs used to say, one of our core, core guys. guys. He's a core guy, that guy. So he, he got paid. We're assuming that Chase Young, when he gets ready to be paid, which will be three years from now, uh, he'll get paid. But they got a couple other guys, three other guys, that one of them is going to have to be – one of them is going to go. They, they yeah. can't afford all those guys. Well, I, I think uh, Mr. Sweat is uh, is probably on the way out. Uh, okay. Not be surprised if they trade him before he's able to hit free agency. See, I thought and, Deron Payne would have better been a better trade guy. Yeah, and that's another possibility. I, I don't think you pay you can't pay two defensive tackles that kind of money. Right. So yes, you're only going to have one, and and we'll see. You know, Matt Ioannidis is coming back from an injury, so if he's healthy this year, that could that could be. He's a former fifth round pick, right? And uh, I think he did sign an extension a couple of years ago, so he's he's locked up as well. How would you grade this strategy of just? banging the drum on defensive linemen. Has it worked out? Was it possibly overloading at that position in retrospect? Yeah, it was probably an overcorrection for too many years of not drafting linemen. But in a very short period of time, they've turned a horrendous defense into one of the best defenses. And I think the fact that you got stability across the front is, is a big part of that. If you had a draft strategy like I always say you couldn't go wrong if you drafted in the first round every year, mm-hmm. alternating years, O-lineman, D-lineman, O-lineman, D-lineman. Almost like a formula. You yeah. That wouldn't be the worst way of doing things. Right, but but some you know sometimes they don't work out, you know, and, and I, I forget the guy's name, but there's a guy uh, back with Washington who was a former tackle taken by the Giants in the first round. Right. And, Eric and Flowers. Been, Eric Flowers, that's the one. I mean, yeah. that, that was, he was like the fifth or sixth pick. Yeah. I know they and, don't work out. And then, of course, there'll be a year in which you're at a, at a juicy spot in the draft and yeah. a great wide receiver or a great tight end comes along and you'd say, ooh, I got to get that guy instead. Yeah, I mean, Matt, Matt Millen is the poster boy for how to screw it up as a general manager, which is, is too bad because I really do like him personally. Right. But but he gave off this aura as a former linebacker of, <laughs> we're going to play guys who are going to be in the trenches. And all he did was draft wide receivers and whiffed on a bunch of them. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So what do you think the league's going to do with Deshaun Watson? Because that's another story that's twisting in the wind. Yeah, I don't understand why they haven't done anything yet other than they're waiting for these court cases to play out. But, you know, he he went from, oh, I'll never set foot in their camp again <laughs> to, to, to walking in. You know, <laughs> Hello. His, his he made an entrance like you. Lenny and Squiggy in uh, right. Laverne and Shirley. Hello. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, $50,000 a day? Well, I'll be right there. And, uh, <laughs> and now... Now he's been told that they're going to work out a trade. But, yeah, there's there's that uncertainty. Uh, I guess you could put in a clause in there that you give up less if he's going to be suspended. I, I don't know. But but uh, your guy, Rusty Harden, who I guess you know. Uh, I know. What is- I met him at a restaurant for five hot seconds in Houston well, during Super Bowl week. Don't play it off like I know him, but thank well, you. Well, you've, 
you spread it around enough that he, he yeah. dropped his name enough. To make <laughs> oh, me and Rusty go it. way back. Yeah. Uh, that uh, And he said something about it's, it's only 10 women who are. Uh, only cases. 10. Yeah. I mean, it's. Well, uh, and, they're, and they're all civil cases. There's nothing criminally right. going on right. right now. So that makes it tough for the league. If you were in the market for a quarterback, like, say, the woofed skins are, would you be willing to go hard after Deshaun Watson? That's a tough one because they've done this correction on culture. Yeah. And do do you want to bring somebody in here? The old team, oh, yeah, they, they'd be bending over backwards to bring him in here. But the way Rivera has turned things to, you know, all, all good guys and right. no problems and all that, I'm not sure they want to do that. You could have Deshaun Watson beat the rap in all these cases, have everything dismissed, but at the end of the day, he still proved that his judgment is not that good, that he right. got this sideways with this many women that were coming to give him massages that he tried to basically use as a pickup line. Right, right. And, and, and just in case everything gets settled and there's no criminal charges, who's to say this doesn't rear its ugly head again? Uh, yes, it possibly could. Did you see where Eugene Chung, an assistant coach in the NFL, wanted to get a minority hiring and the mm-hmm. league said, sorry, you're the wrong minority? Well, wasn't it a, a team that told him that? Yes, a league? team. Yeah, I think it, the league didn't, but a team told him you're not yeah. the right kind of minority. Yeah. It's yeah, a bad look for the NFL, you know. That's troubling. Yeah, it is. Uh, no, no, no question about it. And uh, didn't Rivera, as a Hispanic, you know, part Hispanic, didn't he get a a little bit of an extra bump or at least an extra look because of that program? Right. And and when they were putting heat on the rest of the teams for not hiring minority coaches last off season, uh, Washington got a pass because Rivera is Puerto Rican. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well. I don't know. Maybe there'll come a day in which the Eugene Chungs of the NFL also get an extra look to try to correct, uh, I don't know, uh, overlooking Asian-American coaches? Yeah, it, it would seem to me they would be minorities as well. But, yeah. Uh, uh, how, how the league didn't, didn't come down. Now, the team that said that, as far as I know, was not named, right? Right. And who knows how they said it. You know, Eugene Chung might be overplaying exactly how they said it. And what they right. said. You don't know. It's all subjective on that front. Uh, did you see where Caesars has inked a deal with the New Orleans Saints on new naming rights of the Superdome? Mercedes is out. It's mm-hmm. the Caesars Dome in for 20 years and big dollars. My, 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 how the NFL, Andy, has dropped its objections to gambling. Yeah, what it's what, within the last 10 years that Tony Romo wanted to have oh. a fantasy football convention in Vegas? Yes, in with league. no name, no logo, nothing associated with the Cowboys. Just, I'm Tony Romo. I'm going to go have it at a convention center that had a right. casino attached in Vegas in July, and the NFL swooped in and, bam, <laughs> shut it down. Right. But when they saw the dollars, the world changed. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, he's probably laughing wherever he is. The late great Alvin Pete Roselle, oh, who yeah. understood the wink, wink, nod, nod relationship between gambling and football, and played it to the hilt. He's the one that gave us Jimmy the Greek on television. Pete and, Roselle uh, did. Oh yeah, it was it was Roselle who 
who understood that that was going to be good for the NFL. Now, we weren't ready for uh, the Greek to give out point spreads and things like that, <laughs> but the little check marks and all the other little little things that went along with it, this has been a long-standing relationship, and finally it's now out in the open. You know? Do you find the TV entities and the hosts that regularly slip in gambling references to be almost annoying at this point? Well, no, I think that the, the originals were Al Michaels and Brent Musburger, and, and Musburger's well, all in. Those were the OG guys. I'm, I'm talking about nowadays you'll watch some you know CBS Sports, fake sports center, or ESPN, and the anchors put it in there like, oh, and the, the Raptors are five-and-a-half-point favorites tonight, yeah. and they cover. Does that oh, not yeah, annoying to you? Like, yeah, yeah, I get it. You're pushing gambling. Well, of course. I mean, that's that's the big ticket item for sponsorship now. There are full shows about gambling for ESPN. I bet you there's going to be a channel just for gambling pretty soon. And, and I think it's gonna it's gonna retrench to a certain extent. I don't think there's as much demand for it as as those entities think there are. Right. I agree, but I think what the what the sites are doing, the gambling sites. They've cast a wide net, and they don't know how many people they're going to haul in on this net. <laughs> right. They're they're throwing it way out there, and yeah. if they bring in a few, that's more than what they had. And right. I think that you know, yeah, the people who who've been gambling, they don't need these sites to do it. They they know how to do that. But the other people who thought, hmm, what if I put down ten dollars? Ooh, that was fun. Now it's a hundred dollars. And I think that's what they're looking for. Do you have an account? You live in Maryland where it's not yet legal, but D.C. Mm-hmm. is, Virginia is as well. Do you have a gambling account? Do you gamble? Mm-hmm. The, only time, the only time I really gambled. Was, was out with golf. me at Zay Vegas? Yeah, Vegas. <laughs> it was fun. Going to the Sweet 16 and betting on a few games. And uh, It was fun. Yeah, I, I don't I don't go out of my way to gamble. And why is that? Uh, I don't know. It's just not part of my routine. Never has been. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, I, 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 full disclosure, I advertise Gambit DC sure. and I understand, and I'm, I'm fully behind the site and people who want to get involved and, and make some money and have some fun. That's great. But I personally have always found the pain of losing has outweighed the joy of winning. Right. I would agree on that. Now, of course I endorse, Multiple entities, and of course, uh, our our partner here at the Zabecast uh, has been a very good gambling partner. That would be mybookie.com. But I dabble. I dabble. I don't go deep. And it's not that I, it's not for me the pain of losing. It's that when I look to gamble, I'm always thinking if I win this $100 bet, $200, $500 bet, what am I going to buy with it? <laughs> so all I think about is, That'd be cool if I can make a uh, $500 appear out of thin air, and then I'll go buy another camera or an accessory I don't need. You know, that kind of thing. And, and you know me. I'm, I'm not materialistic. There right. aren't things that, that I really want sure. to buy. Exactly. Yeah. And, and my materialism is beginning to wane as I get older because I can basically afford anything. You know, that's not super expensive, obviously. I can't afford right, the Learjet, right. but, you know, I can afford things. So, If you want something, you can get it. Exactly. So do you know anybody, though, that was not a sports gambler that has become one because of this full-on embrace of gambling by the leagues and the teams and everyone else? You know, that that's an interesting question because is that something – that a person would advertise if he was or she was not a gambler. Maybe if they're winning, and, and, they might be like, hey, Andy, yeah. I just signed. Like, what about your friend Neil at the gym? 
not Neil, Neil Walter. Like, Warren. 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 Close enough. We got it on the third track. All right, your, your boy Warren. What if Warren came in and was like, hey, Andy, I tell you, I got an account at Gambit, and I'm killing it right now on baseball totals. Now, now Warren is, is what I refer to as my non-sports friend, Warren, hmm. who, uh, who uh, is, you know, being next to him on the uh, Stairmaster one day while we were watching the Today Show, I said, wow, Tim Tebow is really mainstream. He's on the Today Show. And Warren said, who's Tim Tebow? And <laughs> my eyes got big. <laughs> and, I, and I began to explore this, this human that I didn't know really existed. You're like, what? You're not a sports and, fan? There's yeah, tons of them out there. I understand. But, but my point with Warren was, here's a guy who does not spend time with sports. If you remove sports from my life, not just what I do for a living, but what I do in my spare time, uh, you know, watching games, learning about sports, checking the websites, how much time that you could wipe away if I didn't do any of that and what I would do, how would I fill my time? He likes to ride a bike like I do and a few other things, but, but the, the amount of time that I devote to sports is, you know, it's, it's infinitesimal. Yeah. What would you do if you weren't a sports fan? Do you know, do you ever thought about that? That. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I really don't know. I like movies. You know, I like to read books, not necessarily about sports, though I do tend to read a lot of books about sports. Um, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I would if, if sports went away, which they did during the pandemic. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I watched Tiger King like everybody else, and I watched a whole bunch of movies and right. things like but that. Right, but to me, what sports does for me, aside from appeals to my aspirational sense of achievement and teamwork, and overcoming, you know, falling down, getting up again kind of stuff. It's it's that it anchors the seasons for me. Mm-hmm. You know, as we head out of summer and into fall, that's football season and baseball playoff season. And then into the winter, like to me, I'd be lost seasonally without sports to accompany them. Does that make yeah. any sense? Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of set your your calendar by that. I, it's I think you know, it's sports is comfort food for the soul for me from right. a seasonality point. I know this is during this time. That's why when there's significant shifts in the schedule, it's a little bit jarring. And by the way, we're kind of rolling out of the NBA Finals right into the NFL this year, where yeah. normally there is a real dead spot in July, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no question. I mean, we're we're now going to have the confluence of the NBA draft and the baseball trade deadline, Ooh. which they're usually like a month apart. Yeah. So Friday is the trade deadline. Thursday night is the NBA draft, and then free agency starts on August the second, and it throws you off a little bit. There's yeah. there's no question. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty? sizzling to perfection it's time to cheer for egg mcmuffin and fresh cracked eggs at mcdonald's it's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest to goodness morning meal breakfast it's on at mcdonald's 
Now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. Speaking of the trade deadline in baseball, the Nationals, Andy. Yeah. Are they going to be sellers? And the biggest question is, are they and or should they deal Max Scherzer, maybe the most beloved and revered national of all time since they came here? Uh. Yeah, I think you could say that. Um, yeah, for for what he's should, done for this team, should they trade him? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no. One hundred percent. It is over. It over. is O V E R. As of today, I think I saw he said he wouldn't. Sources said he told people he would not use his five and ten veto right. power on a trade. So that's kind of greasing the skids to go oh. do what you need to do. Right. I mean, he's he's been great, and this would be his final great act. Get what you can for him. Maybe he even comes back at some point, though I doubt it. Right. No, I think I think you're looking at, at three to four lean years for this team, which is okay. I'm a second-generation Washington baseball fan. My father rooted for the original Senators from the 1940s, and they were terrible most of the time. They went to Minnesota, became the Twins after the 1960 season. We got the expansion senators. That was the team of my youth. They stunk. And then they left. And we didn't have baseball for 34 years. And we did not get a World Series winner from a period of 1924 to 2019, 95 years. So if we have to endure a few lean years after what they gave us the last 10 years, Geigeson. Go with it's, God, it's, as it's, it's as it says in Yiddish, right? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. this this is this has been incredible the last ten right. years. The, the fact that they were a contender and they actually won a World Series during that period—it's more than I could have asked for. Yeah. Should the Wizards trade Beal? Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 So yes. moving out assets left and right, which well, would then send the Wizards into a very tough three to five year period, which yeah. would follow another twenty five really tough year period. Well, the, the last last deal I saw was that the Golden State would give up the seven, and I think they have the tenth pick, something like that. They have two lottery picks, mm-hmm. and they would give up uh, last year's second overall and some other stuff. Look, they're not going to win a championship with Bradley Beal, and I don't know who else might come here, but I don't think any of the big, you know, three or four guys in the league are clamoring to come here. You you got to you got to roll the dice. You got to hope you get lucky like Golden State did with Thompson mm-hmm. and Curry, and uh, and see what you can do. I, he's been a great player, and he's been a great soldier, a great ambassador for the team. But if he wants to go, get rid of him. Get what you can for him. Yeah. And then the other big story that's been rattling around, and I read something today from the chancellor at Oklahoma State pretty much clobbering Oklahoma, like, how dare you do this to the fine state of Oklahoma by uh, scheming, scheming and conspiring behind the scenes to leave Oklahoma. This is big. You know Texas. You know Big 12 country. You worked in San Antonio for quite a while in your early career. This tectonic plate shift that is about to happen in college football is something else. What When you watch it, what do you see? What do you think? Well, well first of all, it, it, college football is dead. This is now it's dead? professional. Oh. It's dead. <laughs> it's, it's professional football. And and I saw Jay Billis, who, who has been behind pretty much everything that's happened here. I mean, right. He's been clamoring oh, yeah. for athletes to get, get there. Is he happy? He's, he's suggesting – 
that the ACC call the uh, big, I think it's ACC call the SEC and ask if they can merge. And, (laughs) and, and what they have in basketball too. Yeah. Because what they have is one big asset called Clemson. And so I think what's going to happen is that there's going to be one big super conference. That's the SEC. And you're going to start seeing players get salaries there. And the rest of college football is going to be kind of like what one double A is now, like the James Madison of of the world. My God. So it's like there'd be, no, there'd be Division I, which is the SEC Super Conference. There's 1A, which is every other former Division I team that is still trying to be relevant. 1AA, which currently exists, and then we're down to Division II and Division III. Exactly. And this, this transfer rule that they used to have where you sit out a year, forget it. If you, if you show your stuff in one of the lower levels, 1A or 1AA, whatever they call it, you're free to go to one of the big boys the next year. You, you can go and get paid. Get yourself paid, yeah. son. Will yeah. this be better? I don't know. But, uh, but uh, it'll, it'll do away with the hypocrisy, that's for sure. I didn't and, ask uh, that. I'm saying, will it be better? No, I don't think it'll be okay. better. But but I I grew up with with you know we we saw Ohio State, Michigan, and USC and and UCLA. There there weren't that many games on, and that was college football. And the coaches were the stars. And and now it's it's all changed because of the amount of money that's available. Yeah. Well, it's going to be wild to be sure. I know you don't give a shit about this, but I got to put according to jukebox the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, that was um, I, I, I. Greg, uh, not Greg Brenda, but uh, Terry Pluto wrote a wrote a story about this about uh, how the name changed. I I thought spiders made total sense. That was their former name. Yes, uh, he said they would have issues with believe it or not the University of Richmond. That they Fuck that! Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I thought how that does that even work? And there's a million bobcats out there and tigers right. and bears. I don't buy yeah. it. Well, that's that's what he said. Well, there's and, a rollerball team named the Guardians in Cleveland, so maybe okay. they feel like they can roll over them, pun intended, uh, with yeah. their lawyers and not worry about it. But okay, wow. Yeah, that, I, the logo is terrible, by the way. Of course terrible. it, of course it's terrible. And you know what? The the, the same thing's going to happen with the Wolfed. Whatever they become is going to suck. I think it may stay the Wolfed. Well, maybe it will. Who knows? Mm-hmm. All right, real quick. Um, if you could get free blank for life. What would it be? Because Giannis, they're talking about Giannis should get free Chick-fil-A for life after right. the promo he cut and what he did for the city of Milwaukee. Uh, Chick-fil-A is not the kind of franchise, not the kind of company that really does that kind of stuff. They're mm-hmm. the most profitable uh, franchise, franchise either. They're the most profitable quick-serve franchise in the country, and that's spotting the competition mm-hmm. a one-day lead per week by being closed on Sundays. So they don't really do that. But if you, Andy, could get free... Anything for life, what would it be? Gas. <laughs> that is the most Andy fucking poly thing ever. Well, it is. It but, brings but, but, no joy, no <laughs> delightfulness. It's just utilitarian. I understand, but I can pay for other things. And, and, and here's. I here's meant it thing. as a what would you enjoy kind of thing. Yeah, I know. I would Coffee, enjoy it. Coffee, donuts. But, but, yeah, but if I, pizza. Say I had. Okay. Chinese food. How about a free meal on Sunday nights before 60 minutes? Understand that. 
But if I knew that I had this free food, I would feel pressure to go out and get it and buy it more often than I would need to <laughs> and probably gain more weight. Oh, so boy. this way, I just pull in the gas station, fill up the tank, and leave. I don't have to worry about my credit card or anything. Boom, gone. All right, perfect answer. Andy, thanks for your time as always. We'll talk next week. I right, take, take There care. you go. You get free Kavilta fish for life. What an answer. All righty, let's end on some feedback. Feedback is always good. I appreciate it. Both good, bad, and in between. Email me at zabe at yahoo.com. This one from Carol Mason. Mr. Zabin, what kind of con are you working with the premium Zabecast? Oh, it's the old bait and switch fliparama. Suck you in. Don't let you uh, unsubscribe. Just kidding. Months ago, you had Andy and Solly and promised us that every Monday, and then that stopped after a few weeks. You brought in Scott and Solly, and now they've been on once in the last two months. I don't think that's the case. Your only good shows are with those guys, yet you force us to listen to terrible people like Jay, and we're paying for this premium version, Carol. Carol, my dear, as I said to you in a personal email, I have high standards. I will not do Scott and Solly over the phone. I will not do them over Skype. I literally drive 56 miles, consuming an average of $21 worth of gas. That's 120 miles of total driving, average 18 miles per gallon. So that would be... One, two, three, four, five gallons, call it six, seven gallons, times three, $21. Yeah, about that, $21. $21, uh, as well as tolls. Oh, my God, the tolls. Five fifty on the toll road, Dulles Greenway, another two seventy-five on the Dulles Toll Road, uh, times two coming back, another, I mean, shit, I probably lose money on that podcast, but I have standards, standards. And I will not do them over the phone. When I am on business, when I'm traveling, when I'm here in Wisconsin, I can't do those guys the way I want to do them. So they're they're missed. And so, yes, you're getting ripped off. If the only reason you subscribed was for those guys and you have to have it every week, then you, you, you're probably not in the $5 a month game. You, you probably can't afford it. Now, if, Carol, you think some of my other guests besides the, quote, terrible J are worth your overall support of this podcast well then by golly i appreciate that five bucks and i'm gonna keep on keeping on otherwise you feel feel free to unsubscribe and i will not take it at all personally unlike michael jordan and i took that personally this one from ian schwant zabecast future national Local. Zabe, great post Bucks and Six Zabecast. I started following you circa 89 or 98, 99 and Bob and Brian. Continued listening to your national show until it's untimely demise. Yes, it did have one of those. And I've enjoyed Sally J, Andy Scott, and most of the guests from local and national show backgrounds. As much as I love the deep local DC or Wisconsin dives, I have to say, after many of your recent wider range of focus Zabecasts with the voice from the old Fox Sports or Yahoo or Sporting News days, I find myself thinking, God damn, that was good radio. Ian in Dodge County, Wisconsin. Well, yes, 
I am able to make good radio out of just about anything. But I do think, I really do think I am positioning this now to be way more broadly nationally focused as much as possible. Of course, today I put some quarters in Andy's jukebox about very local things in D.C., but that's just going to happen. This one from Jared Rutter. Podcast feedback on Harry's feedback about the national versus local angle. Zabe, I'll make this brief. Well, wait a minute. One, two, three, four paragraphs. That's brief. I just wanted to take a quick moment to comment on Harry's email and voiced opinion that your podcast should primarily focus on more of a national fan neutral agenda. I couldn't disagree more. I subscribe to the Zabecast, and in doing so, I want to know what's important to you. Zabe. I want to know what Zabe thinks. I want to know what Zabe's friends and colleagues think. I want to know what's going on in Zabe's life, including but not limited to what movie Zabe saw with his daughter and how Zabe and his wife tracked down their little Tucker after he ran away that day. He goes on to say that, yes, of course, I am a Wisconsin-Milwaukee sports fan, so of course I like that, but I also don't mind the D.C. stuff because you always make it relatable. Anyway, I can tune into ESPN if I want talking head Bland takes on the top five national topics. Please don't change the main backbone of the podcast, and please continue to do you. Mark B, Cleveland Guardians? The Guardians? How lame is that? Political correctness once again rears its fat, ugly head. What's another way of saying Indians, you ask, Zabe? Engines, right? Except, well, you can't do that unless you spelled it. E-N-G-I-N-E-S. Engines. The Cleveland Engines. Wouldn't that be fantastic, huh? Huh? No, that'd be just as dumb. But nice try, though. Nice try. This one from Rob Simpkins in Sterling, Virginia. Oh, I used to live in Sterling. Wonderful place. Dear Steve, bring back You Are Looking Live. Prior to talking to J.A.Y., you read an email from someone saying that your show is either 2DC or Milwaukee-centric. I don't generally agree with that, but I would like to suggest bringing back the You Are Looking Live bit with Scott and Solly. Not only was it great, but I think it will appeal to all markets. And when you add in that this is the first year of NFL with legalized gambling for many people, it will have an added relevance and interest. Enjoy your show every day that you do it. Well, that's the goal. The problem with You Are Looking Live is by the time I have to deliver that for Friday morning at 4 a.m. The NFL week doesn't congeal. We don't get full injury report pictures on, is this guy going to play? Is he not going to play until late Wednesday at the earliest? And then you got to kind of, you got to nail it right in that tiny little window of probably Thursday afternoon, Thursday night. And if I'm going to insist on doing it live in person with these guys, I don't know what Scott and Saudi's schedule are Thursday afternoon or Thursday night. That would be my goal. But what you don't understand is to deliver a fresh, hot, piping NFL week whatever rundown in the form of you are looking live on Friday morning at 4 a.m., it's a tight window. So I'm going to work hard to do it, but I can't give you any big promises. Chad Kruger on the Brady viral video debunk. Zabe, first of all, there is a cord running out of that jugs gun, but still you mentioned on your show today that it had to be fake, and you're right. There's a guy that explains how many of these viral videos that go to YouTube end up getting made. Here's the link, and he sends me the link. I'll have to go ahead and uh, give you, uh, well, I don't know how would you get this here. Uh, Captain Captain Disillusion 
is the is the website is the YouTube channel. Caption disillusion, two point two million subscribers, and he goes through just how they make some of these videos. So there's that. And then finally, I get this from Mike Kupek. He says, I owe you an apology. Zabe, I was out of line last week saying I will be happy when your midlife crisis bucks talk is over. After hearing it, I'm happy for you and glad you had a great time celebrating the win. And thank goodness it's football season. Indeed, indeed. Let football reign. That will be a wrap for today. Thank you so much for downloading and listening. Spread the word. Please rate and review to satisfy our algorithmic overlords. And for those who do subscribe and don't complain, I thank you very much. If you subscribe and do complain, that's okay as long as it's constructive and I'll do whatever I can. Have yourself a great Tuesday and we will see you next time. A little bit out of control. It's cool to dance, but what about a groove that soothes and moves romance? Give me a soft, subtle mix. And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it. And think of the summers of the past. Adjust the face and let the... Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. At Vanguard, this is more than just a retirement plan. This is your cappuccino date in Italy, the beach house with the matching bicycles. It's your rental car down memory lane and weekends reuniting with friends from over the years. This is the future you imagined, and Vanguard is here to help you build it. Because at Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. For the ones going above and beyond. For the ones reaching out, helping out, and lending a hand. For the ones people count on. You can count on Granger. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. Backed by 24-7 customer support and specialists to help with hard-to-find products. Because you've got everyone's back. We've got yours. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.